love to talk. So they made a podcast. And that's why we're here. To listen in. And what's it called? It's called Banter Buddies. Welcome to episode 23 of Banter Buddies. We are in the house. We are in October, well into October. And well, that can only mean one thing. It's time for a Halloween edition of Banter Buddies. Brian, it's time to talk about Halloween. How are you? Neil, I'm doing good, but I just want to make sure that this is... You said that this wasn't going to be a spooky episode. You know, we don't like spooky stuff, okay? We get scared. Are we? Is this going to be scary, Halloween? I, I mean, I'm going to do my best to make sure that... You know, this this is a scare free zone as far as, you know, what we are saying here on the podcast today. We're going to say to all our all our listeners, there will be no jump scares. OK, um, good. I'm, good. I'm yeah, not going to. Those I'm things gonna, are the worst. Yeah, I'm not going to I'm not going to edit in anything like that. You know, don't worry. But, um, you know, we're, we're going to be talking about, you know, lots of things related to Halloween. So uh, I don't know. It might get a little creepy in here. But, I, you know, at least for me, I'm really concerned about the jump scares. And I, I'll make sure I pledge to you, the listener, that there will be none of that here today yeah that's good that's good i can handle all talk of costumes any halloween generic things but yeah jump scares i think that's it i think it's not even horror i don't even care about like spooky scary it's just um no jump scares just don't do it the element of surprise is um somewhat concerning to us so we'll try to avoid that uh here but uh yeah so we're talking about halloween costumes and it's the season for that today and there's just there's just a lot going on around halloween obviously there's lots to there's lots to love there's lots of different elements um you know it depends on maybe how old you are or uh you know how you grew up celebrating the holiday of halloween um but you know i think like the the costumes and the candy of it all that, that, that's pretty universal right no matter where you're kind of coming from in the halloween experience um that is sort of the the key point but uh before we start talking about costumes brian what else do you like about halloween or what did you uh maybe used to like maybe in your younger days when you think about halloween like what what gets you fired up it, it like we're talking about today the uh, the thought of putting together a costume yeah what are you going to be you know, will it be something that people will get? How does it represent you as a person at this moment? Um, how can you make it? How can you put it together with like minimal resources? I like the thought process around that. No matter what thing you're going to, if you're walking around, if you're going to a little party, you're just going over to grandma's, that kind of thing. But it's not until recently, until basically last year, because we've always been on the road. For Halloween or like we get home that day or something, you know, and now that um, I have kids, we went last year pandemic style. We got this huge tube and we went all out for our pandemic socially distanced uh, Halloween thing. I put up a big sign in my yard saying there will be trick or treating here like a week ahead of time. And now this year I'm a double down. We took our old DJ lights. We're going to make it 
We're gonna make it cool. We're gonna we're gonna deck out the yard. Oh, I can't wait to see it. I can't wait to see what you got going on there. I mean, at one point, I mean, I think it was maybe your brother's. We were borrowing it, but I mean, we had the fog machine. You could, you know, you could bring that in there. Maybe you know, I don't know. There's lots of different ways you could go with that. But you know, I, I do I do like that portion too. I mean, obviously that's a, that's a newer thing. You know, as a you know as a homeowner now, as an adult, it's like you got your own place. You got to get you get ready for trick or treaters. And while I've never really had too many trick or treaters come to my home here in South Minneapolis, I'm coming around to the idea of decorating for Halloween as far as Ooh, a outdoor, nice. an outdoor situation goes. Um, you know, I walk around uh, with my dog almost every day here in the neighborhood, and some people just have some like, like hilarious, like just really funny uh, Halloween setups in their yard, like involving, you know, like cheap skeletons and stuff like that. Like one of my neighbors just down the street has like a skeleton in like a bowling, uh, like a bowling pose, like this really great pose where it's just like the skeleton is bold and he's bowling his head. And then there's like all these like skeleton hands sticking up as like the pins, like, uh, you know, in the middle of the yard too. So it's like that kind of stuff. It really gets my mind thinking in a way that maybe like Christmas doesn't necessarily. So I don't know. I, I, I might uh, I might might have to start uh, maybe next year getting into some of the the yard decoration um, type of stuff there. I, I think that would be a lot of fun because you can really it get, you can get kind of dark with it a little bit. You know the the, the, the you know the borderline you know creepy like um, you know skeleton stuff and you know uh, you know the graves and stuff like that. There's just a lot of like fun slash dark humor you can do there that I think. I would be really into. So I might have to go in that direction someday. Neil, you should. And and especially, you know, you're so into Haunted Mansion at uh-huh. Disney. I mean, it yeah. just is like a twofer. That's oh, right. hey, we were talking about... Okay, so did you? Is that your answer to the question too? Of like, yeah, what you, yeah, I think so. I mean, obviously, you know, growing up, it's all about the candy and everything. Like, in you know, getting getting a whole, uh, you know, uh, you know, pillow pillowcase full of candy and all that kind of stuff. That's always really fun. But I also just kind of like the fall a lot. You know, I like. Uh, I do I like, love the fall. I like apples. You know, I, I like the I like the the food that goes around with uh, fall and uh, like the temperature and uh, you know the changing of the season. So I like that time too. So I feel like I roll that in with Halloween and what I think of Halloween as it being like an autumn thing. Neil, you know what's underrated? Mm. Fall in the Midwest. Oh, yes. We get those colors, you guys. I know. You guys I know. know about this. Something I was thinking about when we were talking about Halloween ever, you know, you were saying universal, but it really yep. is kind of a North America That's thing true. as yeah, far as like the, just more because we were in Europe that one year we were touring with Frank Turner. And we were opening for that that tour specifically in the UK, and uh, it was Halloween on one of the shows, and we were like planning the whole week, kind of by ourselves, like what is our costume going to be? We can't yeah. tell anybody else. And then Halloween comes <laughs> around, everybody's like, "No, we don't like wear costumes like for Halloween. It's not a, it is a thing, but it isn't as this. It isn't as heavy handed as it he, is here. You know? Yeah, yeah. So, so, so yeah, a little different elsewhere." Um, but yeah, at least here, you know, like you're saying in North America or in the, in this, in the United States, like, you know, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a holiday for everybody, you know, it's uh jump on in. We got something for you. So, um, that's cool. So yeah, Halloween, it's happening. Uh, come on over to Brian's house and, uh, pick up some candy. He'll be the one with, the uh, um, DJ lights and, uh, the long tube. And, Let's go. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if we're going to do the, t- maybe we'll do a tube. We'll do like the a tube big, is kind like, of fun. You don't like mouth. need to do it, but it's pretty fun. It was pretty cool. He like put and and you just I don't know. 
we messed up and two years ago three well two years ago we were like oh you know we're gonna be different we're gonna get like lots of cool glow sticks for everybody right (laughs) oh instead of candy yeah yeah, we're like, this is going to be different because kids are going to have tons of candy. So they're going to get glow yeah, sticks. Yeah, and, they're going to appreciate oh, man, this. The looks. There was only probably <laughs> one person out of the hundred oh. like groups that came to our house. Like one girl's like, this is great. And everybody else is like, oh, where's the candy? Come on, dude. Get with it. Yeah, but, that's a tough crowd out here. But kids that can't have candy, we, we have, you know, we try to have the options. But um, I'm going to go, I'm going to go hard with the candy. But growing up, I didn't really care for chocolate. So I really use that to my benefit for trading with my siblings. Nice. Did you guys? Nice. Did you guys Making come deals. home? Did Did you and Scott and Caroline came home? Come home and like lay out your stuff and organize it at home and like uh, trade. Yeah, I don't know if there was much trading. I feel like it was a. Um, it wasn't. It was. It, there was not a. Here's my candy. Here's yours. I feel like once we got home, it was just like you put it all together, you know, and it was just a massive. A massive stash of all the candy, and then we all just, you know, you know, just just picked at it over the next like six weeks or whatever. So yeah, it wasn't uh, it wasn't divided up at all. I remember it sort of being all combined, and that's how we rolled. <laughs> um, okay, before we go into other people's costumes, yes, what is your greatest like? What is something you tip your hat to yourself of your best costume you've ever worn? As Neil. Oh, mine. Uh, yeah. Wow, mine. Wow, geez. That is a, that's a tough one. I didn't really think back to necessarily, um, you know, uh, you know, the deep history of it all. But, um, you know, so I can't I can't really recall too many of them. But um, I don't know. I feel like uh, a few years ago I had a really good ham- Hamburglar costume. Uh, I went to a went to a house party. This was probably three years ago or four years ago, something like that. Oh, I saw a picture and, of that. Um, you did look really good. Yeah, yeah it was the, pretty you recent. This, did you have a beard or did you do, were you doing a stash? Good question. I think I had beard. Yeah, which is fine. But um, yeah, I just got uh, you know kind of like a jail uh, you know a jail person or whatever you want to say like costume with the stripes and got a jacket and like a red tie and found the hat that goes with it and made myself a uh, you know eye mask like type of thing um you know get the burglar look and then you know the most important part of the uh, costume and and I think why it sets it apart is I went to McDonald's and uh purchased uh, like 25 cheeseburgers and um and uh, you know brought them to the party and gave them out um, you know, it's it's not really like Hamburglar to give someone a burger. Usually, he's the one taking I the like burger. That. But I like uh, that. hey, that it's the holiday. You got to give back a little bit. So Hamburglar was dishing out the burgers that night. Those little pieces matter within a costume. You yeah. know, if there's like a like an extra piece, you know, even if it's like the the costume itself isn't like ultra like uh, Comic Con cosplay like detailed. Yeah. If you have some kind of like I like a junkier a costume yeah. with a prop or gimmick or something like that yeah yeah totally or like music that goes with it or something like that like yeah that's that's one of the great things about costumes you know you think it's okay it's just something you put on but yeah to your point there's there's other things you can do around to sort of set the scene or you know add another element to it that people don't expect so you know i think uh, that's important especially when you get older you have more time you have maybe some more resources to put into something like this so um yeah that's that's definitely a goal if you can get there but uh, okay what's yours then for you Brian okay, I what, asked, what you I were asked only I only asked that question out of selfish reasons to be asked myself to uh-huh. gloat that's had it to th- had to throw okay, it back. I must have been in middle school so I don't know what age that is 13 yeah. 12 I don't even yeah, remember like 12 through 14 
but my grandpa, my mom's dad, was super into like helping make costumes along with everybody else. Like everybody was kind of into it. Yeah. But we had this like barrel tube. It probably was like four feet tall. Maybe like two and a half, three feet wide. Yeah. With one of the cylinders open. And we basically were like, what can we make with this thing? I don't even know how we acquired it. I think our like hockey sticks were in it or something like that, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my grandpa's like, Oh, I know what we're gonna do. We're gonna flip it over, we're gonna cut holes, we're gonna make that into an off spray can. <laughs> and so I was that he like and then my sister was a mosquito. But then I had like a hat he made, but then he like wired so I would hold <laughs> inside of the like cardboard tube, he like spray painted it like orange or whatever head off yeah. in the front. But then he cut a little hole, he like had a Windex thing and put a whole tube through that came out so I like could spray water. Like I like sprayed the like It was a functional spraying I device. I still think about it all the time. I was like I was like, that's the best way. Like, that's such a backwards way to like think of a costume. Like, let's think of the things we have, and then let's yeah. make something. But it has informed so many of the things I've done today. But my brother didn't want to be a part of it. But cheers to Natalie for <laughs> so being she, a mosquito. So she was the mosquito, hey. and, and, hey, and Jeff did yeah. his own thing. Hey, you're nice. eight. Will you be a mosquito for Halloween? Yeah. Sure. Put some little wings, give you a big, big pointy nose, and we're off and running. So, <laughs> all right. Should we get like to this one. thing? What's our? Should we get to our questions? Yeah, we got callers uh, who uh, called us to uh, you know talk about what their favorite costumes that they've ever seen out there. Now, you know, as far as one that I've seen, I have. I got one I got to talk about quick here. Oh yeah. This is something that I thought about um, is uh, a few years ago, uh, the best player in the Minnesota Timberwolves, Carl Anthony Towns, uh, the team had a big uh, Halloween party, and there was a lot of great costumes from that night. But Carl took the took the crown here because he went as uh, you know Heath Leather Heath Ledger Joker, um, Dark Knight, and just looked incredible, uh, full costume. You know, and oh, it's I need a, to find this. It's especially um, you know it's especially you know pretty intense for a seven footer you know to be to be doing that. So he's uh, seven feet. Yeah, I mean he's six eleven, but you know he's a center. He's real big. He's right up there. He's up just, there. just send yeah. it to you here, Brian. But um, yeah, he just looked great. He had the makeup going you know the big red lips with the you know thing and he just looked fantastic so that's the oh first my. one that, that like i thought of like right off the back was uh was carl towns as oh, the he joker looks good. so yeah we'll add a, uh this image uh, into the show notes here but i don't know did you have one that you thought of, like someone else did that you, you thought of that was like really good whether it be like a celebrity or someone like you know your brother or someone you know it was uh, the thing the, I, they're pro- something escapes me i bet yeah. i'm gonna think of it later but the thing i keep thinking about the most is it was in March. It wasn't even for Halloween. Oh. But um, you know the Juvenile Arthritis March that yeah. uh, we've played a couple times and my family's involved in at the Mall of America. Of course. Uh, it's like, you know, it starts at 6.30 a.m. in the morning, but usually, like, teams show up for this walk, and they're like, they puffy-painted a shirt that are that's like... <laughs> Ashley's yeah. Walkers or whatever, right? <laughs> but this family, Ashley's Angels. the Andersons, yeah. who I love, mm-hmm. they showed up. Their whole crew went like into the tiniest little characters. They did all, um, oh my gosh, well, I can't even think about it. Uh, <laughs> like who's minor. The, oh, the Wizard of Oz. They did the oh. Wizard of Oz. And we're talking like they went into tiny minor characters. Like they right. weren't just like the main three walkers and Dorothy. Like, there they were flying like, monkeys and yeah, they were flying monkeys. There was like, monkeys. there was also like some of the farm hands and like, <laughs> there were like 30 people and they yeah. had sets and they walked with it. And it was, it was the, 
the dedication to the detail was nuts. And yeah. the amount of people was so wild. Yeah, the group Halloween costume is really uh that's that's impressive when you can, you know, pull something off like that and have it be like five people together who are doing it or whatever, like that's next level too, when you can coordinate to that level. So we'll see if uh, some of our callers here maybe have some uh, group, uh, you know, uh, memories here of. Uh, yeah, let's see what we have. Costume. Let's see who called in. Hi, Cuckoo. This is Kristen calling from Ringo, Alaska. Um, calling to tell you about my love for group Halloween costumes. Um, when I was in grad school, a bunch of my friends and I all dressed up as Legends of the Hidden Temple contestants, which was really fun um, and super easy. We just ordered the shirts online, wore some khaki shorts, the gold helmets, and then, like, the knee pads. Um, it was really fun just to, like, bring back that retro time period that we all grew up in and I thought it was also timely to bring this up because they're apparently doing a Legends of the Hidden Temple reboot on October 10th on CW. So uh, go Blue Barracudas. Bye. Oh, the group Halloween costume right off the bat. Did you plan that, Neil? It was like planted? I I would say I lightly screen these calls. So like – I did see Legends of the Hidden Temple, but I didn't think, you know, oh, it's like a big group thing or whatever. So, you know, that was that was natural. I got to say. All right. No, I didn't know that was coming. What's up, Alaska? Kristen is uh, Kristen is our number three caller behind uh, Travis and Annabelle as far as frequency goes. We just got to put that out there that uh, Kristen is, you know, she she's bringing up the you know, she's 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 right there at your tails, you guys. Um, So Annabelle and Travis, if you if you ever miss, uh, Kristen's going to pick up a show on you. So be careful there. Just just want to throw that out there all the way from Wrangell, Alaska. Also, there's a hash. There's a hashtag started on Twitter by fans that is uh, hashtag call in Wendy. So uh, okay, just, just uh, make sure that you use Colin and Wendy whenever talking about banter buddies. So the, the peer pressure is uh, is getting strong out here, Brian. She might uh, she might crack eventually. And uh, okay, this this is where I feel so left out because we didn't have cable growing up. Yeah, and I every time somebody talks about a Nickelodeon show, I'm just like <laughs> I'm just gonna go sit in the corner, guys. You yeah. guys have. Have fun talking for 30 minutes. I'll be back later. But right? you know, I mean, maybe you know the show, but Legends of the Hidden Temple, you can see the contestant. They're just literally wearing khaki shorts and like a bright shirt, like real simple stuff. So, um, yeah, I love know. it with knee pads. No, I know about it. I know about it. And I know about yes. it because we watched that. Did you watch the Orange documentary yet? I, I need to get on a, on a, play, on a flight and do that or uh, buy Hulu for a month. Um, <laughs> but yeah, there's a Nickelodeon documentary that I've been talking about watching but i need to do it um but yes this is a great one legends of the hidden temple again just pretty easy i mean the the knee pads and the helmet actually kind of bring it up to the next level that's uh you, you those are think might be hard to find uh, especially all matching and so uh you know that's that's a nice little uh detail right there nice little feature so uh props to that legends of the hidden temple yeah just great just great shirts uh you can team up with someone wonderful show i did hear it's coming back but uh i guess i don't really have high hopes for it but i guess I'll, I'll check it out. I'd like to see what, uh, sort of what they're keeping, what they're going away from. Uh, speaking of jump scares, there was some scary parts at the end of this Legends what? of the Hidden Temple show because you had to run through this this uh, this temple. It was like the big finale is you had to get through this temple, but in a couple of the rooms, so it was like each room had like a puzzle oh, you had to do. Nope. 
Nope, and nope, nope. Uh, you had to like complete the puzzle to get through to the other room. And if you make it through the whole temple, then you win the grand prize. But some of the rooms had hidden temple guards in them, and they were people, and they would just like pop out and like grab the kid. And if you had like enough medallions, you could like exchange them, like based on how well you did in the earlier rounds. So you could oh, like that's cool. you could like survive the temple guards if you had enough medallion to give to them. But if you didn't, they took it, and you had to start over. So, um, so that was it was kind of a scary part. There was sort of like an element of suspense to Legends of the Hidden Temple, at least as an elementary schooler watching it anyway. So. So, Do yeah. you, you have a pin, right? Is this the pin that's on your? Yes, on your I have pin old board? Mac. Okay. I have old Mac, the sort of uh, you know stone face, uh, uh, deep voiced uh, character from the show. He would like talk. He would like basically tell the kids what their next challenge would be and stuff like that and and stuff. So yeah, I get the got the pin of old Mac and yeah, I love those shirts and all that stuff. So I'm sure there's lots of Etsy stores you can go to these days and grab a Legends of the Hidden Temple tee, you guys. Group um, costumes, loving it. Ah, love it no. absolutely. Number three on the call sheet and number three in our hearts, Kristen. <laughs> Kristen. Thank you, Kristen. Next, Carla. Hi, my name's Max. I'm from New Mexico. The best Halloween costume I ever seen was a pumpkin with buns and mustache. Have a great day. All right, Max. Max from uh, New Mexico. Young Max. I think that's a first-time caller right there. You didn't say that, but... What's up, Max? Know, we'll, okay, we'll, pumpkin with a mustache? Well, pumpkin with a mustache is what I heard. Maybe something else in there. But I mean, um, that's cool, especially as a costume. I mean, the pumpkin, the jack-o'-lantern, that is obviously the icon of Halloween. But, um, you know, I, I don't think many people actually dress up as as a pumpkin, as a jack-o'-lantern. So just right off the bat, I think in a, in a sort of twist of a way, it is like a kind of a cool unique costume just because it seems like you know it's so common but it's not actually no one's just walking around as a costume as a as a, a jack-o'-lantern i know and then on top of it you live in new mexico which like usually like a pumpkin if you're gonna do a pumpkin it's gonna be like cloth it's gonna be like mm-hmm. fabric a lot of it usually baggy and then you have to put stuff in it to like expand it yeah so that's warm so like that's a dead if you're wearing anything other than shorts in new mexico 100 percent of the time that's dedication that's what i say it's a hot costume right there in uh, New Mexico. Um, so yeah, the pumpkin with the mustache, you know, that's that's great. I would like to know more. Yeah, more about the yeah. Maybe there was uh, what, what were they doing with the arms? What were they doing with the legs? Like you know, yeah. Do you put? Um, do you just make that orange as well? Um, you know, do you go green maybe to kind of you know go with the stem or something like oh, that? The green but, would be nice. Yeah, so you know, it's you got these arms and legs you got to do something with, or you know, maybe it's just a ball and you just roll around. You know, Neil, you don't, you're not using your arms and legs that day. I want to give a non-Minnesotan people a little little hint right now. And this mm-hmm. uh, pumpkin for Halloween is what, what brings it up for me, okay? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I think, people, if you come to Minnesota, you want to pretend like you're in a Minnesotan, all you have to say is like, hey, remember that blizzard that happened on Halloween? <laughs> I think it was and 94. That's all I have to say. Yeah. yeah. What were you saying now? I think it was 94, 96. It was mid-90s. Yeah, mid-90s, and then people are just going to reminisce forever. Oh, I remember the blizzard. That's it. I just remember seeing a lot of, like, pumpkins that year because you could, like, wear a full snowsuit underneath it. That's the only <laughs> thing I thought about. But yeah. uh, but that's a big thing. I have many, like, once a year, I think it gets referenced, like, the blizzard of 94 on Halloween. Oh, yeah. It's a whole thing now. It's a whole, like, cliche thing to say, talk about the blizzard. But uh, yeah, that's uh, that's that's that is an interesting thing too of cold weather climates where there's trick or treating. You know, you sometimes need to think of 
you know, you need to build that warmth into your costume or you need to think of a costume where like, yeah, like you're saying, long pants, you know, snow pants even like would work. Um, so I, I do think this pumpkin idea would work because, yeah, you're just layering it in. You're just getting a big, you know, fluffy ball around you. It's going to keep you warm, too. So. I That's think nice. uh, I think this one could work well for the cold climates as well as New Mexico. Max, appreciate you calling in. Don't be so nervous. It's all right. It's just just your friend's cuckoo kangaroo. Hey guys, this is Jeremy from Alabama. I don't like Halloween that much, but I do like dogs. The best costume I ever seen was on a little dachshund dog. That little wiener dog had a hot dog costume on. He had the buns on the side, the toppings on his back. Get it? Hot. Dog. Anyway, keep up the good work. Bye. Jeremy, dog wow. costumes. All the way from Alabama. Jeremy, yeah, pet costumes. That's not something I thought about, but um, that is cool. I mean, it is, I think a lot of pets probably don't enjoy the costume, um, but it is adorable. It's always adorable. It's always either adorable or just like so over the top ridiculous that it's hilarious to me anyway so i appreciate seeing seeing a dog in a costume so i like that this one got brought up much like the group um idea that this is you know this is not something that maybe everyone thinks about or a certain version of a halloween costume is dressing your pet up for halloween okay now do when you make a hot dog costume for a dog are there separate ones for dachshund dogs like a hot dog dachshund dog it's Halloween home costume run. is longer, I would say, than like a what do you call the little yippy pup? Not yeah, a pug, but yeah, um, um, the little yippy ones with the bug eyes. <laughs> you were talking about, like, yeah, like I would say, yeah, I would say a pug or a yeah, a little mini. Uh, Those are shorter, bulldog. right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would think so. I, I, there's got to be different sizes. I mean, I would not. I don't know. I mean, a dachshund dog with the. You know, with the hot dog, like we're saying here, that is that's the home run right there, right? They literally it's are called yeah. wiener dogs, so it's just perfect. Um, so maybe they have their own special ones, but you know, having a dog and sort of seeing how this works, I think they probably just make them in like small, medium, large, or something like that. You know, and you know, it's not going to fit perfectly, but you know, they're going to be able to get their legs through it, and it's not going to fall off them. So, you know, I worry that the tailoring is not quite right. You know, but uh, you know, the the bar is a little lower for the dogs, I guess. So, yeah, so yeah. Yeah, dress up your dress up your pets. It is pretty ridiculous, but it's also very fun. And uh, people love dogs. People love cats. So you know, you put them in a costume for a day. That's 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 a ticket right there. That's great. And then, uh, speaking of dogs and Halloween, I have a story about growing up. And and my dog uh, growing up his name was Bandit. And uh, you know, there would be trick or treaters coming to the house. Maybe we were like already home, or maybe we were out trick or treating. My mom stayed home. You know, with bandits and, you know, handed out candy to the kids coming to the door, we would put bandit in a sweater, like a dog sweater. It was a Christmas sweater made for dogs, and he just didn't really like that at all, and that just shut him up. So this was the way, once a year, bandit had to wear the sweater, not to dress up for Halloween, not to dress up for Christmas, but to just keep him kind of, I don't even want to move with this thing on, you know. And so he just showed up when it was the busiest night at the doorbell. So, uh, you know, you can always try that, too, as like a deterrent from get your dog to stop barking at the door on a busy night like trick-or-treat Halloween. Just put them in a little costume. Maybe 
they'll uh, think differently about barking all night. So wait, Darcy <laughs> didn't put the put Bandit in that costume like more than once, only on <laughs> Halloween. I think we tried, but it was also like he just didn't like it that much, so he didn't really want to like subject him to the <laughs> to that treatment, even uh, you know on, on times when it wasn't totally necessary. So totally, yeah, totally. that's how it goes. But yeah, dog uh, dog costumes are adorable. Thanks for calling, Jeremy. Next caller. Hey guys, it's Travis from Riverside. I have two sets. The best costume I've ever seen. Um, I'm a fan of homemade costumes. And one time, uh, where I live in Riverside, it's like a big area for trick or treating. And I saw that this um, these parents, their kid was just in like a, a zero costume from Nightmare Before Christmas. But they had made their costume completely out of paper mache, and like their whole body, and there was like a little. Um, like slit in the body where they could see and breathe through, but they were um, the mayor from the Nightmare Before Christmas and Harlequin Demon from Nightmare Before Christmas. And Harlequin Demon, I don't think they say that character's name in the movie, but it's basically that monster who has the orange and black striped snakes on its head, and it's uh, the top of his head is like separated from the bottom of his head, so it's like his lower jaw separates from his upper jaw. But it was completely made out of paper mache, and it was like it was unreal. I have a picture of it somewhere. I think I took a picture with him. So if I find it, I'll send it to you guys on Instagram. And the other set I saw is uh, I saw two guys that were the Bash Brothers. They were Jose Canseco and uh, Mark McGuire. Costumes weren't that um, creative. It was just Oakland A's costumes with some stuffing underneath for the muscles. But I have a uh, soft spot for late '80s, early '90s baseball players just because they were a wild group of individuals. Uh, there's this one Instagram page I follow. I think it's called um, Greatest Show on Dirt or something like that. And they'll have like a picture of, you know, Paul Molitor from 1991. And the caption will be what Paul Molitor did after the game that day. It's uh, it's fantastic. Before I get out of here, quick question. Bring the questions back. Uh, what is your guys's each Brian and Neil, what is your favorite song that you guys have recorded that wasn't necessarily a big hit? So I, we all know, you know, All I Eat is Pizza, Monster Moves, Superheroes Unite. Those are the ones that have, you know, the millions of hits. But what's that sleeper that you have, a, uh, you know, a soft spot for? You know, I told you guys before, my two favorite songs from you guys is uh, Local Bowling League and Wi-Fi. So uh, that's all I got for this this week, guys. Uh, have a great rest of your day, and I'll talk to you later. Hey. Well, the buys are getting a little short, Travis. Uh, let's let's just go. Cause, just because yeah. you're on the show every he, week. Well, he, he's losing all his energy from these calls, you know. He's yeah, the call, his breath is short by the time he reaches the conclusion of his call. When he said Bash Brothers, I was like, whoa, Mighty Ducks 2, D2. And then he went into baseball. <laughs> Which I know who those people are. Which is I know who both those Bash Brothers are. So that's pretty good. That's pretty good for me. But okay, Neil, I texted where you texted me the um, the Carl Anthony Towns thing. Did you oh, see? Here it I is. Texted, Here's the I picture. This picture. Travis sent it to us on Instagram. Beautiful. And yeah, these are oh, these are artisan. These are <laughs> these are incredible masks, especially. Wow. First of all, on top of it, it's like let's say you do an obscure character from a cult movie. Right? Yeah, that's that's one gold star. And then on top of it, you make it in a very unique way, right? Like exactly. this is paper mache. Paper mache is not really like you get Halloween like style. Like you're just getting sweaty, getting rowdy stuff, like, stuff like that. Like it get it gets wild out there sometimes, you know. So. You know, cheers. That's cool. What is that's it called? The one. Harlequin Demon or something like that? Yeah, I guess that's like a, a name they don't say, but uh, Travis know, knows his stuff. 
So uh, he looked it up. That's that's good times. Um, they look beautiful. Yeah. Nightmare, there it is. Those are good. Yeah, Mark uh, Mark McGuire, Jose Canseco. I know uh, the Lonely Island guys did that little short thing of them. Remember, oh, like, is like that two that years thing? ago? Yeah, the... those are the two guys that they're being. Is uh, it was like a Netflix thing, or it was like a it was like a twenty minute thing, right? Like it wasn't. They put like out a... a whole album and like a movie of all their music videos. I don't know, just to be like, it's so obs- like let's make a whole yeah. album about this like hyper obscure like sports topic. <laughs> it's like. Yeah. Oh my gosh! It's like they always set the bar, the goalposts just keep moving farther mm-hmm. away from us, Neil. For That's greatness. Right. That's right. And uh, Travis shouting out, uh, you know, former twin, former twins manager, Paul Malder, right there. So there What's we go. Up, Got Paul that Mulder. in there. And then uh, yeah, I wanted to know what our favorite songs are. Um, that wasn't necessarily a big hit. You know, that, that that's most of them. I would say so. There's a there's a wide range to to choose from, uh, but yeah, I'm thinking about fast casual just because we got to we got to have so much fun on that record, making lots of different types of songs. You know, Dear Diary is kind of like a, you know, it's uh, the verses are, are just like you know spoken. So that one is really fun, and then also um, Book Club, which is like a like a 60 second like punk song about um you know about having your book club at panera bread so i really like that one because it was a really different style and we got to like scream in different ways and stuff like that so uh one of those two i think from uh from fast casual might be might be my pick of some underrated ones that i think are really fun but no one really cares about (laughs) what about you also dear diary you know that was the that there was some good good clever cleverness in there and then that was the first Video we did with Matthew with That's Wampa right. Stampa, so young Wampa Stampa in the house right there. Okay, yeah, I'm, what, what I'm throwing it back into Critters territory, which like oh nobody here talks we go, yep, yep. Just because I just thought the fact that we were doing 30 songs that were exactly one minute and nobody, <laughs> I, it was so hard to make. It's harder exactly than it one sounds, minute. you guys. So yeah, hard. it's harder than it sounds. It's harder than it sounds. But Angry Rhino, I feel like is a is a track that I thought I don't know. I thought it was uh, I thought it was good angry rhino <laughs> i also liked even though we sing it and it makes no sense it doesn't really sound like a cuckoo song i thought the hippos hippos aren't always hungry oh, yeah I, of the lines that i write which aren't many i thought that was like i thought that was clever <laughs> wordplay but uh, that's right board game reference there for you but we have Everybody. these sometimes people will come up and be like this is my favorite song and i'm like no one has ever acknowledged that that song exists yes. <laughs> like that Thank we you. put out sometimes yeah. we appreciate like people it do we that. appreciate when people say that um, all right, thank you, Travis. Travis, we'll always thank you for calling in. We'll see always you the next. Best. We'll see you next show. The best Halloween costume I've ever seen is a shower loofah, and it was somebody who was dressed up like a shower with a shower curtain, bubbles, and everything. And they were a shower loofah, and it was really funny. All right, mystery caller here. Uh, oh yeah! I just put their name as Lufa in the doc that we work off of here. So, oh yeah! Uh, I was like, that's a great name. Then I was waiting Lufa. for him to say it. Nothing. No. Lufa. No, is that Lufa. how you spell Lufa? L O F A F A. Is there an H at the end? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, Google says there's an H at the end. So there you go. You got to put the H. Is uh, there a is there a band named Lufa? Lufa. Because there uh, should be. Yeah, I like it. Reminds me of like Oompa Loompa, Oompa Loofa. Um, yes. Okay. The shower loofah. That it. This is. You know. It seems. It sounds like it's a lot of elements here. It's not just the loofah. It sounds like this person. You know. Also had the bubble bath and sh- and shower curtain or something there. So like. I, the I'm bubbles. A hard that's time what, that's picturing that stuff. It. That's that stuff that takes it above and beyond. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. To have the props. 
and to have the different elements you know this is like a whole like shower scene situation here so it's more than just one thing you're kind of your you are your costume is, is like a whole like act or like a whole uh you know sort of larger idea and man I've, n- I've never been able to think that far to be like you know i always think like oh what am, what singular thing am i going to be rather than like you know opening my mind to being like oh i could you know, I could be a scene, <laughs> you know, I could be a room or something like that. So that is, that is cool when you see something like that and you look at them and you're just like, wow, you really went above and beyond with this. So it sounds like that's what happened here. I like how it also doesn't make sense. Like, it's not like you're the karate kid, like being a person in a shower. Uh-huh. You're a loofah in a shower. <laughs> you're like yeah. one of the smallest items inside of the shower, but you're then now the biggest thing in a shower. I, I like it. You are shower supplies. I think you are. I think this person called in because their name actually is Lufa and just wanted yeah. to flex a little bit. So. They wanted us to say it a couple times, just to get it on the record and everything. So I don't know. I mean, let's let's just all everyone everyone listening to this. Let's all just consider the name Lufa for uh, for our next children that we have. You know, it's, let's get let's get the Lufa name to become more of a proper noun. You know what I mean? Let's get that going. I think that would be fun. Neil, when's the last time that you used bubble bath? Ooh, um, probably like 20 years. Like now longer than that. Probably like (laughs) I'm 36, so probably 30 years. Like probably as like, you know, a tiny kid. What about you? I I, I don't ever have a bath. Well, my kids like bubble baths once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. I mainly don't go in the tub because I don't fit. I'm like too big. And like it's too sh- it's like not comfortable, right? Yeah, you need a big and tall tub. But we we use bubble bath and pretend Gus watched the toast video where you have toast in our bath. That's right. And he wants to do that in our bath, and we're like, let's do bubbles instead. <laughs> we're not going to make four hundred pieces of toast. Yeah, that's a lot of work to re- recreate that photo. But it was in that very bath, that very tub. Where you yeah, uh, bathe your children right. is where I laid I in a ton of toast on top of me. So you know that's that's a lot of uh, that's a lot of electricity used to you know to get all those toasts, uh, all that bread made into toast. It was it was quite the endeavor. But hey, we got a whole music video out. I think we just kept all that toast like in paper bags. That's the cool thing about toast is you can just keep reusing it for a prop. Yeah, it was a good bit. Yeah, so. I think it works. All right, all right. That's all I want to say. Okay, we can go to the next caller. Hi, QQ Kangaroo. My name is Annabelle, and I'm from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Today's my birthday, and I'm nine. Um, and my the best Halloween costume I was was a park ranger. Everyone thought I was a street trooper. I was not. And right now I'm playing Minecraft. Okay. Annabelle's getting wild out there. Annabelle, happy birthday. Happy birthday, and being nine is cool. I don't remember being nine, but it sounds cool. Yeah, the last time I had a bath was when I was nine. So, uh, yep, that's, um, you know, maybe you can you can stop now. You know, Annabelle, last bubble bath of your life. No, um, don't. Go forever. Go forever. Okay, yeah, you're right. Go forever. I appreciate Annabelle being a total pro. Um, not to take shots at our mystery caller from, you know, a few minutes ago, but Annabelle calls in every single show, and she continues to say that she's from P- Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Why? Because that's the rules. All right? She just follows the assignment. She goes for it. So, you know. 
know, we all know, everyone listening to the show knows where Annabelle's from, but it's part of the call-in process, so she continues to do it. So, shout out to you. Are you throwing, are you throwing some shade at Lufa here? I, I, I'm not trying to, you know, make it that direct. I was just noticing. I see, I see. No, I, no, I get it, I get it, I get it. But, um... <laughs> Okay, I like this. I like the idea. I've talked. I talked about this during the musical thing. But when I dressed up like a newsie and everybody didn't know what I was, you know, what I mean, to dress <laughs> yeah. up like something, you're like, this is what I want to be—a park ranger. I don't want to be a state trooper, even though Annabelle lives in Pennsylvania. You got that great turnpike. You know, it might be oh, obvious, yeah. but um, it's also you know, Pennsylvania has all the beautiful trees. You know, you want to be a park ranger. You know, so that's good. That's good. I get, yeah, park ranger get, seems rare. It's a rare costume. Park Ranger. Wait, now who would be like the, who's like pop culture or like Park Ranger? Ranger Rick? What's that from? How do I know Ranger Rick? I think, is that Full House? Uh, yeah, I think, or maybe Ranger Rick is like a children's book um, or something like that. But I, I think Full House first. Yeah, Ranger Rick is like a, um, it's a magazine. It's a children's nature magazine. Yeah. Um, so that's what that is. But then there was also like a Full House um, park ranger thing because uncle joey he had um like a puppet and it was like a woodchuck puppet and uh it was like oh, you know, okay it was yeah, like yeah. his you know his character he's like a comedian he's like a host or whatever so he was like a ventriloquist for a while like in the show and so he would have um he would have the puppet and then he would like then joey would play like a ranger character or whatever i think if i had a tv show a kid's show or something like that like in the show show in the show um but yeah ranger rick that's that's the most well-known ranger ranger rick just makes sense so you get the alliteration it's it's all happening but uh yeah that is that's very unique we obviously you know a good halloween costume is either one that is executed just just uh, just amazingly and has all the details there uh or it could be um something you just haven't seen that often and i feel like park ranger is the latter it is something that uh yeah people are going to wonder what's going on or like where you're from or something like that and that that's cool and you know even if you have to explain it every once in a while like i'm this it's like that's cool because that means that there's not many other people who are doing what you're doing so uh, i like the park ranger here thanks annabelle but I didn't know that everyone does a state trooper. Like I didn't oh, realize sorry, the sorry. state. I didn't realize the state trooper was that big of a deal. Maybe I don't know. Maybe you'll maybe you'll see him this year, Brian, at at your front door, and you'll be able to confirm. Yes, the state trooper is a huge hit. One is khaki and one's green, right? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, similar hat, maybe. Uh, similar footwear, maybe. Um, but yeah, you got badges and stuff like that. But yeah, it was state trooper, khaki, khaki, tan, and the park ranger, nice and forest green. Thank you, Annabelle, for always calling in and uh, have fun playing Minecraft. Next caller. Hi, my name's Mimi. I'm calling from Denver, and I'm calling to share the best Halloween costume I've ever seen. I actually came up with it too, not to brag or anything, but. You know, when you used to go to the nature store um, at Southdale, there was like the Channel 2 nature store, and they had like that that ball that was small, and it was made up of like all those links. It was like linked together, and you could open it up, and it would become like a huge ball, and hopefully someone knows what I'm talking about, but, but anyways, the ball was like one foot, um, one foot across diameter or so when it was all scrunched up together. But then once you sort of unfolded it um, and it had all these, you know, lines on it, it became like three or four feet. Well, anyways, 
one time I put that on my body and I was an atom because it looks just like an atom. Okay, that's all. See you later. Love your podcast. Bye. An atom. An atom. It's an atom. You can be an atom for Halloween, you guys, if you What's want. What's up, Mimi? Uh, I do uh, I do know what that thing is. I've never been in a... Did you have a nature store? I don't I don't remember the nature store, but I, I, I can understand. I also know uh, what she's talking about here. And it is, yeah, I would say I would see this thing at maybe more like a science museum, like gift shop or yeah, something. Or there was the creative kid stuff. Does that yes. still, still exist? That still exists, I think. That's the name of a story. Yeah, so it's like a, yeah, it's almost like more of like a science type of thing. Um, you know, Mimi mentioned the the atom, but it also reminds me of like uh, that toy called Connects, which oh, were yeah, sort yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. like Legos, but more like, um, um, I don't know what you call them, like the, uh, I don't know what they are. They're like building things you can build structures with, like little bright plastic pieces. But yeah, this ball, it just like goes super small and then it expands out to like, three feet in diameter or something like that like really quickly because it all just like folds up so i'm not sure how you would make a costume out of all of this it sounds very complicated but yeah it, re- it resembles an atom um again we got the you know the sort of the science uh side of things here so very abstract i suppose to be something like this or to be an atom right it's, that's that's kind of deep again thinking beyond the you know certain characters or, you know, certain like occupations and stuff like that that you can be for Halloween, you know, to be something out of science, to be something, um, you know, as, as you know, it's, it's it's hard to hard to make a costume out of something like that. That's not just like a type of person or something like that, I think. So it's a it's a unique idea, if nothing else. Mimi, we know exactly what you're talking about. Good costume. Good costume. All right. One more caller here. Let's see who it is. Hey. This is Chris from Studio City, California. The best one I've seen, I didn't see in person, but I saw a picture on the internet, and it's still the most amazing one I've seen this year. And after that, is split down the middle, and half of them is Freddie Mercury from the band Queen, and half of them is Freddie Krueger. Pretty sweet. Hope you guys have a great Halloween. See you soon. All right, we got Chris, California Chris right there. Where is Studio City? Is that by Riverside where Travis is? Yeah, we got to ask Travis about uh, about this one. Um, Brian, did you see this this Freddy Freddy mashup? I just sent it uh-uh. to you. It's, uh, oh. It was going around the internet like a few weeks ago. Uh, just impeccable. I mean, if you can think of like Two-Face uh, from Batman, you know, the villain, like split down the middle. That's exactly what this is, but with two Freddies. Okay, we got Freddie Mercury with the mustache, with like the the tank top, the white tank top and denim, holding the mic in one hand. And then on the other half, we got like full face makeup, like disfigured face Jason. Oh, wow. With the, with the hat, with the hand, with the claw, you know, just... Uh, I, I, it's it's just stunning to look at. And again, we'll throw this in the in the show notes because like the line down the middle of him and where the like costume ends very and the precise. other one starts is so precise. Yeah, it's 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 incredibly done. Precise. See, now, did Freddie Mercury wear New Balance? Is that uh, <laughs> is that canonical? Is that is that really what he did? Yeah. I, I mean, mean, if you're gonna cosplay, you gotta go all the way, you know. So <laughs> yeah, we we're, we're seeing one issue here with this one, and that is yeah, the New Balance gray and black sneaker here. If Freddie did, then I feel been. great about wearing New Balance. I feel great. 
I know. You would think New Balance would, you know, maybe push that angle a little bit more. Get Worn to the by esta- Freddie. Get to the estate of uh, Freddie and be like, hey, you guys want to team up here? But, uh, yeah, this is this is incredible. And, and, again, just the ingenuity. That's what we're talking about. I mean, Halloween comes around every year. You see a lot of the same stuff. So, you know, that's the whole reason why we did this episode is because when you see something like this that really is just like next level above and beyond, it really is inspiring and really sort of uh, it's just so impressive to see people who go to this, these lengths to make a costume. I, I feel like I can never concentrate that much. or I just never have the, the will to make something so detailed, so intense. And uh, yeah, it's just it's just really cool to see people <laughs> go all out in these kinds of ways. I love it. I'm down oh. for it. it. Makes me. It makes me want to strive to be a better, yeah, you know, to be a better costume creator. Well, and here's the thing, Brian is like with the kids. I mean, now you just get to you get to make it for them, you know. Or again, like make a whole family costume, you know. Or it's it's the four of y'all like in the same thing eventually, you know, something like that. So I I think I, I see a renaissance of costumes oh. and Brian coming here where it's like you used to do this, but now you got kids and you want to be dad who's got this stuff going on too, or just handing out candy right at the door. Like that's a that's enough of an idea. That's enough of a reason to get in a costume. So I, I could see this happening, Brian, over the next few years. You're gonna be getting more and more into the costumes i love uh, well i mean it's gonna happen this year neil <laughs> you're gonna get texted a picture oh yeah i can't wait to see it i can't wait to see it. i think but I it's like... gonna be more hit on the head you know what i mean okay you know gus right. got gus got to pick it we've He's been reading four. a lot of he'll get more and more out there with the ideas i think as he gets older and as he understands what's possible a little bit more i think so yeah he'll uh, the next yeah. level i was yeah. pushing for us to all be lumberjanes but that didn't happen so <laughs> We're going to be the big bad wolf and the three little pigs. Oh, that is adorable. I love that. Okay. And he here, was going to be the big bad first. wolf for a while, but it switched. <laughs> now I am going to be. So Yeah, you're the tallest. That makes sense. Makes He's sense like, no, I can't. I can't. You're you're scary. I was like, what? When have I ever been scary, dude? <laughs> you're terrifying. So, you're terrifying. Yeah. There we go. All right. Thank you to Thanks. our callers. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, everybody who called in, whether you said your name or not. Thank you very much. And, um, yeah, that's that's the Halloween stuff. But uh, in two weeks, we're going to have another episode oh. of the podcast. And uh, Neil, I'm excited for you. you this this is a good topic you came up with. Oh yeah, I'm, ex- I'm I'm hoping we get a flood of calls. I think I'm hoping that we do because I think it's something that uh, a lot of people can relate to. And uh, the the prompt for uh, the next episode is uh, what is slash was your nickname and how did you get it? So this could be a nickname that uh, you currently have that everyone calls you every single day of your life. Or it could be a nickname that you had uh, when you were uh, in, uh, you know, like eighth grade or something, and it only was short-lived. But, you know, whatever it is, we want to know, you know, about your nickname, about your nicknames. Maybe you have multiple. And uh, what the story is behind those nicknames. Um, that's a fun topic. We want, I think that, uh, that's interesting to learn about those things and nicknames can be just about anything. So, uh, yeah, please call us 612-424-0036 and tell us all about your nicknames. Brian and I will talk about our nicknames. We can, we can tell you the listener what we call each other now, nowadays, you know, nicknames for each other, that kind of thing. Um, you call me candy bar. I mean, we're not at the show yet, but that's oh, sorry, one, sorry, that, sorry, 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 sorry. Uh, sometimes, maybe you know, when I'm when I'm feeling in in the spirit, you know, I might. Um, but yeah, so that. And if you call in and say, "Hey, my name's Catherine," people call me Katie. Please call in, but we will make fun of you. <laughs>
Yeah, yeah, we we do want to we do want to accept those calls, even if it's just based off your real name. That's fine too, but uh, yeah, you might uh, you might catch some ridicule for that. Uh, <laughs> let's not discourage our, our listeners, Brian. We need we need all the calls we can get. I know get we it. need calls. We do. We do. <laughs> Beware, we might make fun of you on our show. Uh, no, that's that's part of the risk you run every time you call into our show. But yeah, what is slash was your nickname? How did you get it? Six one two four two four. Zero zero three six. All right, that does it for Cuckoo Voicemail. Right now, let's get into the recommendations. All right, Brian, I believe I went first last time, so you get to go first this time. What you got oh, I'm for going? us? What do you want to tell the folks about? Oh. All right, we're talking about this podcast I listened to about uh, a subject of American history that I'm always fascinated about, and it's about Beanie Babies. <laughs> it's yes. incredible i love talking about beanie babies i want to oh, yeah. know all the angles from just like basics of like how many do you still have in your house what was your favorite <laughs> yeah how hard did you go if you were anti why'd you go anti i like to know history but this gets to this podcast it's um it's a gimlet new show called not past it and it's um it's called Your Beanie Babies Are Worthless. <laughs> it basically goes pre-craze, gives a little history into like, um, I think the the person's name is Ty or their last name is Ty, the T-Y, <laughs> yes, on, the, T-Y. on the company. Yeah, it's and, then it, and then it goes up until right about like when the craze like dropped and they retired everything and how people, it's only 20 minute, 20 minute little shorty pod, but people like, like, cashed out like some of their like savings and things like that to buy these beanie babies thinking that they were going to be like <laughs> be able to double down yeah. on like what like like a huge investment and i was like what that is wild <laughs> that you would like listen to some like little book that's like this is going to be worth something someday and you i don't know i guess it's it was know. just a craze it was sweeping the nation you it know? was you wild just... it talks a little bit about the McDonald's teeny beanie babies and how that set oh, yeah. everything over the edge and like lit the match ba- basically for the whole thing to explode. <laughs> I want to know, I have not been able to find specifics online about that deal. Like I right. want to know the ins and outs of the, I want to like they say in Hamilton, I want to be in the room where it happened and find out like, how did this deal go down? Yes. And, um, Anyways, it's a fascinating thing, and if you want to just email us or DM us on any social media platform and send me pictures of your Beanie Babies, I would love that. Beanie Baby stuff is awesome. Go check out that podcast. We'll link to it in the show notes. All right, cool. Uh, We're both going with uh, things you listen to this week. I want to shout out um, uh, a band and their new album. It's a band I've been listening to for quite a while, and by that I mean like 10 years. But uh, they're called A Great Big Pile of Leaves. It's a rock band. They're like an indie rock three-piece band uh, from um, New York, from Brooklyn. They're on Top Shelf Records, and um, they put out a new record this year. Uh, They're first in like eight years. I thought they were gone. But I enjoyed their 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 last album so much. It's called uh, "You're Always on My Mind," and uh, they came. That was in 2013, and they came back this year with a record called uh, "Pono" or "Pono" P O N O, and um, it's it's just wonderful. Just like really great harmonies, really great drummer with um, you know I, I would uh, I would classify as kind of like summertime music. So you know we're we're on our, we're out of summer now, but uh, maybe it's still like nice and 
cheery and sunny where you are but it's a it's some nice upbeat but also like chill um you know it's you know it's not it's a rock band but they're not like out here with a distortion on it's more kind of mathy it's a little more um you know tapping you know a little bit on the guitars and that kind of thing so really interesting to listen to but like great great hooks and uh you know just just a nice like indie rock uh band with a little bit of the um you know kind of emo stuff from the you know early 2000s i really like and stuff uh, dusted in there just a little bit but i really like this band a lot i've never seen them live I hope uh, I hope they come to Minnesota and play a show sometime soon. Wait, I'd love Neil, to see didn't them. we see this band at Seventh Street open for Into It Over It? Um, that was another band with a long. Uh, <laughs> oh, was that the like name. Hey We're Dying and something? Yes, uh, it's that band is called uh, The World Is a. It's called The World Is a beautiful place and i am no longer ready and i am and no longer afraid to die that's the name of that band and they have like 11 <laughs> people on their band too so yeah oh, a great big right. pile yeah, of good. leaves is a little bit of a long a little bit of a mouthful but uh th- there's longer band names out there <laughs> yeah when you said a three-piece i was like yeah they must have stripped down or something yeah. hey this band foxing that you like how many people are in Ooh. foxing I mean, I think there's only like three people, but when they're on stage, there's six or seven. Like they have, they have a band, they have a touring band that's bigger than the like the who's in the press shot, like type of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, yeah, Foxing is great too. I almost picked them. They have a new album too. But yeah, check out uh, Pono Pano by uh, um, a great uh, big pile of leaves. I think you'll like it. It's nice sunny rock, and uh, it'll it'll uh, make you smile. So check out that. Check out uh, the Gimlet podcast. Um, uh, what's what's the show called brian uh not past it not past it not uh, past it yeah. yeah we'll link to all that stuff in the show notes good times go check those out and uh listen up to the things Neil, let's just have a full beanie baby beanies that's a good idea i'm I'll put it on the list put it on let's the list. just say like, not even a question just babies? say call in and talk about beanie babies topic beanie babies say whatever you want <laughs> yeah <laughs> Say whatever you want about about the beanies. Yeah, no, that's a really good idea. I'm literally adding it to our list right now. All right, we are onward uh, to the game. Let's play a game, Brian. Here we go. All right, we're back to uh, Would You Rather. Would You Rather. Um, very simple type of game. Not really even a game. It's just kind of a, a conceit or something like that. It's a it's a it's a topic to talk about. Um, I suppose, but uh, I made a, I made a would you rather. Uh, I got four would you rather's here, and uh, they are all about Halloween, you guys. So uh, the, the 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 you know the trend continues, the theme continues, and uh, you know these aren't really about costumes; they're kind of other um, Halloween topics here. But uh, of course, you can play along at home, have a little discussion with whoever you're with, or with your dog that you're walking, or with yourself because you're just washing the dishes and no one else is home. Um, but uh, would you rather? Our first one here. Would you rather watch a horror movie or walk through a real haunted house? Now, this one, Brian, I think is I kind of tweaked one and made this one more for you and I, because to you and I, a horror movie is as scary or scarier than actually being in a real like real life scary situation. Um, So I thought this one would be interesting for us to answer here. Watch a horror movie. Or walk through a real haunted house where where scary things may or may not be happening. You just got to walk through it. You probably got to be in there for five to ten minutes, and then you get to leave. Oh. So watch a horror movie or walk but through. But the a horror movie is like ninety minutes, right? Horror movie is ninety minutes. There's going to be jump scares in there. You don't know where they're coming. There's. Do gonna you be... have to watch it, or can you like slightly look in the corner of the room? 
you you can cover your eyes at certain parts, but you do have to continuously watch. You can't leave. You have to watch the whole thing. Oh, at first I was gonna say horror movie, but then when you said the minute thing, like I can like walk through the whole haunted house, and it can be over faster. Yeah, we'll be over faster, but it might be some actual haunts. I think okay. So the biggest thing about the scary stuff is that my imagination is like too intense. And it like replays in my head constantly in like crazy situations, especially Mm -hmm. like really insane like horror stuff. (laughs) And so I'm gonna go haunted house because I can like visualize that it was like character where sometimes those movies are like so intense they like they like stick in my brain for a long time. I'm going haunted house. What about you? I'm gonna go the other way. I just I feel like the horror movie is, you know, even though I would be terrified of the jump scares. I would I would be able to sort of rationalize it and and it seems like the lesser of two evils here because if I'm in the haunted house there's going to be like real life jump scares happening. It's going to be like going through a scare house at like a, you know, Halloween nights or whatever. So I'm just too worried about the actual scares and would rather, you know, have the scares that happen behind a screen even if I uh, also am screaming in horror. Uh, in my own home so a uh, slight edge to the movie for me but uh yeah i wonder what you guys think at home uh, i wonder all right next one uh would you rather eat a mouthful of sour warheads or a mouthful of hot tamales so we are piling candy into our mouths oh my of, gosh Do they still make intense. warheads i i i hope so warheads they were like uh individually wrapped uh, almost like a like a Jolly Rancher or something like that, but they were like known. I mean, Warheads they had like the, the like the the logo was like someone's head like exploding uh, because it was just so. The idea is it's just like ultra sour. It was like a hard candy if you didn't know. So a mouthful of sour Warheads. So basically, we're just we're just you know we're torturing your mouth either way here. Your mouth Our is hot going to feel is pain. actually that hot. I don't know. I, I don't care for them that much. Um, so I. You know, I don't know, and that's the, that's the thing here is it's like I know the sour warhead. If you put a couple, especially even just put one, it's kind of painful. But I think I'd like the taste more, so I feel like I might be able to handle that a little bit more. So I'll probably go with the sour warheads here, just because I'm not a cinnamon candy person. I, that kind of like well, I don't right. like it's that. Cinnamon. It's cinnamon, it's cinnamon, but it's also like hot. Like I don't think it's like crazy spicy. I don't think it's like eating like Thai food or something like that. But I, there will be some heat. I don't know if it's going to make you sweat. But, um, you know, I, it's, it's right there in the name, hot tamales, and I think it's more than just the cinnamon taste. So I'll go with Sour Warhead just because I, I know the, the flavor profile more, and I won't be surprised by whatever's happening over there with hot tamales. What about you? I'm going hot tamale because, like, sour, that just, like, cuts through you in a different way. Oh, yeah. You feel that one the next day. Like, your tongue can be, like, messed up for a while with that one, like you burned your tongue on, like, yeah. hot food, I think. So, Yeah. Hot tamales, yeah. These are really great. Good. These are really these are better fan. than any other questions we've had before. <laughs> I like really had to think about like, yeah. oh man, what am I gonna do? The Halloween edition here, you guys. Um, all right, cool. Next one here. Would you rather bob for apples or carve a jack o' lantern? Uh, so maybe some something more of like a little Halloween party activity here. Bobbing for apples. You know, you don't see it very often. But uh, it's a classic. It's a classic Halloween uh, type game. There, you gotta stick your whole face in a thing of water or carve up a jack o' lantern, right? Get your hand messy, you know. Dig out the dig out the guts and uh, knife into a into a big old gourd right there. Um, hmm, what you picking now? Man, I really like bobbing for apples, but it is something of a big mess 
you know, it's again, your your whole head's going into that into that big old bucket or whatever or whatever you got going there. But then you get to eat an apple. I love apples. And uh, but on the other hand, jack o' lanterns, you, there's a lot of creativity involved. You can make something fun, and uh, it's more it's more you know classic Halloween. But you know what? I feel like the jack o' lantern. There's enough of those out there. I hardly ever see bobbing for apples. So if I get a chance to bob for apples, I'm gonna jump at that opportunity. So I, I'm gonna go with bob for apples. Uh, but both of these are are really fun. Mm-hmm. I'm going jack o' lantern. Um, I love. I love carving pumpkins, and I'm very fast and very efficient at scooping all the gunk out. <laughs> yeah, you're the you're the. Is that your job? Would you say like does no one else want to do it? Is is it something that you you're taking down because no one else wants to? I think I had to. Yeah, as a kid, like I just like had to do it, and then I got good at it. But lately, we've been like taking the seeds out and like um, putting them Roasting in the oven, them. like baking them, and then putting different like. Cajun sea salt and stuff like that, and then we eat the pumpkin seeds. Like that's what it motivates me to be like, I'm gonna get this great treat. That's right. I like that. Yeah, I cook up the seeds. That is that's uh, ingenuity right there. Is what I call that tasty ingenuity. Nice. All right, we've we've been opposite every single one of these. I'll Let's make see. some Let's seeds see. for you, Neil. Please bring them to me uh, in a little baggie. Um, our last one here. Would you rather hold a tarantula or hold a snake? Ooh, and uh, caveat here is um, you, you are not in any danger. Neither the tarantula or snake will harm you in any way. They will not oh. bite. They will not bite you. They will not constrict you. Um, you know, they, they, their mouths will not even open once. Right. So you just have to feel these creatures in your hands. Nothing. Nothing painful will happen to you. So which which of these sensations <laughs> would you rather have in your hand if you had to have one? Big old fuzzy hairy tarantula crawling around or you know i would say like a medium size it's not like a big old boa it's not a garter snake it's something in between you know it's something that's probably like you know 18 inches long and you know reasonably thick you know it's it's slithering around your your hand and stuff but it's mostly just staying put right there um ugh, these are both, i have tried these are both so not hard good. to rewrite my code i feel like it's genetically passed down from like grand great grandparent <laughs> to grandparent to my yeah. mom to me of like not liking snakes <laughs> and i'm like i'm not gonna be like indiana jones like i can like them i'm cool with it i'm trying to be cool with it but i'm going tarantula straight up the yeah yeah i don't yeah. know yeah i think i'm with you here i think we're gonna match up on one of these finally because I yeah I'm I'm much I'm much less afraid of bugs than I am of any sort of reptile amphibian you know scaly you know I, I, there's just something about the scales and the yeah the skin of any sort of reptile or lizard or something like that I just can't do it I mean obviously a, a hairy bug is no good either that's no fun but I can I can uh, I can get over that a little bit more and I feel like they're a little bit more uh, tolerable to hang on to. So neither of these are great, but uh, that's what would you rather is all about. So I'm super um, into skinks. Tarantula. You know that skinks. reptile, the blue yeah. tongue skink, a little salamander type guy, right? No no legs though, is that right? No, they have legs. They're like a lizard. Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. But this is a straight up setup like, "Oh, they're not going to bite you. They're not going to hurt worry. you and then you're done." That's yeah. that's how they get you. That's how they yeah. catch you. It doesn't bite you, but then it like crawls up your shirt or something, right? Like it does <laughs> yeah. something. It crawls oh, yeah. in your pants or something like that. It like goes up your leg or something. Ugh. Yeah. So yeah, you can't that's... rewrite that code. Like it's like no. you know, like 
It's yeah. inside. Even if they say they can't get you, they're good. Yeah, maybe some exposure therapy, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's these hard were to, hard wild. To break. These were a wild. This is a wild would you rather. There we go. Hopefully it's you guys Halloween. had fun learning about yourself a little bit at home with the Would You Rather Halloween edition. All right, we got one more segment. It's called New with Koo. Ooh, that was that could be a little song. That yeah, we're, we're gonna, we need theme songs for all of these. Uh, we make music and um, we haven't wrote ourselves theme songs. That's okay. That's okay. Uh, Neil Z, he took care of that for us. What what a friend. Um, all right, new with cool. What's happening with our band? What should we talk about? What do we need to promote? We got some merch items here, Brian. That's that's what I think we should talk about first. Two we've been merch, uh, we've Halloween been merch, merch items. Now. Yeah, let's go. What do we have? What's new, Brian? We got. From uh, Mel McBee, book number seven in our sing-along book series. Wow. Can you believe we've made seven? Seven Peabody winning of books? Wow. I know. We made them hardcover, so they're impossible to take on the road of this. But uh, Monster Mm -hmm. Moves book is out, because guess what? It's Halloween time, and that's when you'd put out a Halloween song book, right? We nailed it. We got the timing down perfect. And then we dropped today... Currently, when we're recording this, our first ever glow-in-the-dark T-shirt, and we made a limited amount of quantity, a limited quantity. We've always wanted to do a glow-in-the-dark shirt, Neil. Why has it taken us so long? Yeah, the the ink is very rare, you know. I think uh, we had to wait for some more glow-in-the-dark ink to be discovered deep in the Atlantic Ocean, and, um, you know, it had to be extracted, and uh, finally we have it, and we made just a couple shirts it's not in uh, strong supply, so there's only about 90, 90 tees, um, which you know might sound like a lot, but they're going to go fast. Okay, So as soon as you hear this podcast, it might be too late. Hopefully, they're still there, but you should go to our web store and uh, check out these two items because uh, it's Halloween. It's October. Jump into these two books, or the book and the tea. Oh, it's 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 Neil, gonna be great. We're cursed, actually. If we ever think that we do a limited thing and we try to be cool, uh, those things are gonna sit on the shelf for years. Yeah, you you'll be able mean? to get it on. You'll be able to get it on clearance here in about six months. So, uh, you know, maybe maybe wait. Actually, we need yeah. to stop. We need to stop trying to be like cool and do like limited drops. They just, uh, I don't know. Yeah, unlimited drops for us, you guys. People are already yelling at us online, Neil, that we should have had it say cuckoo kangaroo. I thought about that too. I don't know why we didn't, but um, what's wrong with us? Why didn't we think about that? I know. Well, we'll just have to do something with that pun next year. Okay, we'll just do something a little bit different. But yeah, cuckoo kangaroo. You know, sometimes you miss. You know, you can't hit them all. But the good news is that again, Mel McBee, she drew this this adorable ghost. It's from the Monster Move book, and uh, it's on the T-shirt. So it's almost like a companion piece to the book. So yes, you don't get the pun in the name, but you do get an incredible. And we don't make many black and white shirts either. That's very rare for us. Okay, so this is a black and white shirt that turns into glow in the dark when you go in the dark. So um, you know it's got the it's got the ghost. It's got her name on it. No pun, but it, it's still a good tee, you guys. Check it out in our guys. Merch this is how store. long we're talking about one T-shirt, Ugh. and this shirt got made. Think about before. This is how hard it is for I us know. to make anything. It's like we always think about stuff, and then on top of that, we now missed Cuckoo Kanga Boo. 
to put on our T-shirt. So now we're going to scrutinize all the next merch items. They just might never come out. Yeah, they won't be able to come out because we'll be too busy wondering if it's perfect or not. Ugh. That's how it goes sometimes. What's wrong with this? What's wrong all with right. this? Yeah, all right. That's new with Koo. We got some things. Go, go check those out. We're playing our last show of the year uh, here this weekend. By the time you hear the show, we will have played it. Um, in Wichita. Wichita. So if you live in Wichita, we were just there. Where were you? <laughs> Hopefully you were there. Um, but yeah, that's new with Q. That's all the new stuff. All right. You've made it to the end of the show. Congratulations, everybody. You listened to the whole thing. It's just it's just, just so, so You're passionate. Silly. You're so silly, passionate. you guys. I hope um, I hope the people who listen to the end of the show like Cuckoo Kangaroo, and it's not just about Halloween. You know, maybe they're just big Halloween fans, and they had to get to the end of it. Of course, know. of course. That's why we do a themed episode. That's right. But a uh, quick reminder: next episode, it's about nicknames. So please call us six one two four two four zero zero three six and let us know if you had a nickname, if you have a nickname currently. What is it, and how'd you get it? Please tell us. We'd love to know that. And uh, we'll do that show in two weeks. Uh, we want to say shout out to Wampa Stompa for the second time in this show. He does our he does our amazing artwork, and he did the Dear Diary video. And then, of course, Neil Z. We've got to shout him out, too, because he did the theme song and the little interstitial, um, you know, little little zappers you hear in between the in between the segments. Shout out to Z. Shout out to you, Brian, for, uh, you know, being a big bad wolf. Can't wait to see the photos of that. Oh, my uh, gosh. I can't believe I got, I got a shout out, too. Yeah, you got one, too. You're going to huff and puff and blow the house down. You know, you got you to do that bit everywhere. You got to have like a big like, you know, chest. Oh, full of we air. have been recreating it already. Yes. There you go. You got, yeah. Some some bricks or something. And, and I got I reminded know. that the Big Bad Wolf does not say fee fi fo fum Neil. OK, that's a Get different. That's like a that's like a giant or something like that. It's like a ogre. Or something that says that? I don't know. Yeah, it's a giant. <laughs> it's, it's the beanstalk, dude. Yeah. Um, well, Halloween's got, it's a couple weeks to Halloween, but uh, we'd be remiss if we didn't say happy Halloween, everybody. Go get your candy. Get your, get your costume on. Have a great time doing all that. And, uh, yes, we'll be back uh, in two weeks with another show. We appreciate everybody downloading, listening, telling all your friends about the podcast. That goes a long way. Uh, but yeah, we'll catch everybody next time for another episode of Banter Buddies. Bye, Brian. Bye, Neil. Nice to talk to you.